You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. We continue our conversation with Northampton Mayor Jean-Louis Scherer. I want to turn our attention, if I might, to the Northampton redesign. You, we were speaking about this uh, while we were off air, and you were mentioned, you had mentioned the uh, vote at the city council, Mayor. So perhaps for those of our listeners who didn't catch what the city council did, you could bring us up to date. Sure, gladly. So the city council passed a resolution at their last meeting um, in in support of the Main Street redesign, um, but also... And the I, vote was? It was unanimous. Um, and what I thought was actually really inspiring for me, and they did very beautifully, was they went through kind of the history as they saw it of what has led us to this redesign. So all of the work that's been done over the last two decades by multiple mayors and dozens of city councilors and also tons of residents. So residents on all of our, you know, we have committees and commissions which have volunteer participation by residents um, have worked on these various different, these various plans that have been building blocks that have led to a project like the Main Street redesign. So plans where we talk about how we create safe streets, where we talk about um, what our plans are for resiliency, um, and has led to these kind of projects. And and we have policies around what we incorporate into uh, road redesign projects because of all of that work that's been done for about two decades. I, I was struck. We had a author, an attorney, a land use attorney, a development side attorney, actually, on the show. has written a history of Boston, a mm. very large book. Uh, and I said, I would like to talk about development. That's your expertise. And volunteers, uh, I said, it's important to us because of what's happening here in Northampton. And he's just volunteer said, one thing that we know is that when you reduce traffic from two lanes to one lane, it actually increases the, tr- the flow of traffic and does not slow things down. It actually, if anything, uh, makes traffic move way, way better in addition to all the other reasons to have one lane and the safety considerations. He said, that was quite amazing. Everyone seems to know this and seems to be controversial among some people here. That was interesting to learn. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about two aspects of this, because we have had a, a business people, uh, store owners on Main Street on the show talking about this. And I would like to know what the city plans to do to make sure that those stores that are going to be so much, I think, so enhance their business by the new design. But they have to get from here to there. They have to be alive and well and functioning and reasonably prosperous on the other side. And digging up Main Street is not going to help foot traffic, pedestrian traffic. So what are the city's plans in order to make sure that as many of those stores as possible are in fact here to reap the fruits and the benefits of the new plan? So since I was last here last month, um, we had announced uh, we announced that the city is working with both the Downtown Northampton Association and the Chamber of Commerce on a campaign to focus on strategies around that that period of time when we're in construction and actually leading up to that time. So strategies to ensure that downtown Northampton remains vibrant and accessible um, and prosperous during that whole construction period. So I think the the 
first thing that I want to make sure that people understand is that this this project is going to be done in phases. So it's not going to be like all of Main Street's going to be dug up for months on end. It will be done in sections. We don't know the sections yet. That's uh, We will know that a little bit as we move farther to the next stage um, with um, Mass Department of Transportation. Um, we'll know a little bit more about how the the... the phasing is going to be scheduled but we do know that it will be in phases we also know that we can build into our contracts um certain things that we want in terms of mitigation so we downtown's going to remain open and there there will be sections that will be more affected at certain times and my goal is that is to pour our love and our um, resources and our money and our support towards those sections um, while they are being most affected. So that's the campaign that we're working on. We're, um, we have folks that are talking to other communities that have gone through similar projects and talking about what they did in terms of mitigation and what worked, what didn't work, trying to find the best strategies that have been employed so that we can bring them here. And we're also looking at really creative ideas. You know, I um, like the hot chocolate run. I love beautiful, fun events that bring the community together and the community comes together when when we need to. So I'm looking forward to that part of it. Mayor Shara, I have a sort of long look question, which is um, 50 years from now when, they, when uh, your successor uh, the mayor opens that time capsule. Mm -hmm. What can they learn from this process about how to engage in, you know, a, a one that really changes the face and the culture of Northampton? What can they learn from you and your experience? Um, that's such a good question, Buzz. I think that hopefully they can learn that um, we, you have to have an eye towards the future, right? So one of the things that's most important to me is is supporting our downtown in the present, which is very different than it was when Main Street was designed um, with the di design we have now, right? So we need to adapt to where we are in our moment of time. But for me, I, um, I always say, you know, I'm here but for a moment. But some of these decisions that we're making will last for generations. And that is something that is a, a responsibility that is incredibly important to me. So um, I hope what they'll see is that we really tried to, to look to the future and set them up. So, and tried to create um, a space that was, um, that, that was in recognition of the climate crisis and that we need to do better. Um, that tried to build an infrastructure um, around stormwater that created a much uh, healthier, leafier uh, tree canopy around that. Um, that also was really focused on um, people of all abilities. That, you know, we created a design that um, made everyone feel welcome and gave everyone as much access as possible to our downtown. Um, and that tried to create safety for all <laughs> kinds of um, all modes of mobility. Mayor, there has been significant debate, at least on the uh, opinion pages of the Gazette, and of course there's presentations uh, for alternative designs and a lot of discussion and criticism as well. Uh, is this story now that this process and this design is in fact going forward the decision's been made so you know we had the 25 percent um uh hearing or meeting in april with department of transportation so they they stage these things in percents but um it's the percent is a little bit unless you kind of know what it means, but 25% is really sort of setting the design. So all of those plans have been have been approved by MassDOT at this point, and the main design has... Department of Transportation. Yes. 
um, has been approved. So now we are moving into the 75 and 100% design phase, um, which is more of the, the smaller detailed design. And then, then we will be able to tell more what the phasing will be of this project. So the main design has been accepted by the Department of Transportation um, and is moving forward. I should confess, I remember being a kid, I was really young, being totally confused, riding in the car with my parents saying, what is a U.S. dot? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Uh, Mayor, I, I'd like to ask you about downtown and another aspect of it, which is the reopening of the Calvin, the reopening of the Iron Horse. Can you give us an update on where those two projects stand and what you think the effect will be on downtown? So they are still moving forward. They're trying to get all of their sort of transfer paperwork done. Um, and and the Iron Horse is running a big capital campaign. So if you have loved the Iron Horse in the past, if you look forward to a future with the Iron Horse, um, I encourage you to, to watch. There's a beautiful video that they created. Um, and they are looking for some additional funding. So the city provided them um, some ARPA funding um, to get them started. And one of the things that was really important to me was that we create an accessible space. So um, they are uh, building into the ne next door to where the Iron Horse is, and there will be um, accessible bathrooms there. So the, if you'd experienced the bathrooms in the Iron Horse before and going down those stairs, this will be a very different situation, and people... Um, with all uh, all mobility, will be able to come into the Iron Horse and experience music there, and be able to use facilities there. Um, and but they are trying to do all the phasing and get all the work done that they need to. So um, I encourage people to support them. And you can do that because the Iron Horse is now part of the Parlor Room, which is a not for profit five hundred one c three tax exempt organization. They yes. can accept your donations, and if you itemize, you can claim the deduction right. on your tax yeah. return. And if you just want to be a supportive person, you can do that as well. And it goes to a nonprofit, which I think is a much better form. I, I, I do find it really exciting that the Iron Horse is going to have new menu, yes. good food. And physically, I mean a new menu because those menus, the paper <laughs> menus that were there, <laughs> sort of just stayed. When we say the menu didn't change, we mean the menu didn't change. It was the same piece of paper that was there for 20 years. But what um, doesn't change is I have so many fond memories of going to a concert at the, at the Iron Horse, which it's a great venue that really, you know, it felt special. And it, it and it is special, and it is a destination of, of musicians going from... Of all different genres of music. Mm -hmm. Yes, and many going from Boston to New York or New York to Boston, and here's the way station in the weekdays in between. So we get amazing events that will happen again. What about, what about the Calvin? So the Calvin is, I know that they're trying to get some of their paperwork done to, uh, to sort of do the transfer that they need to. So they're, they're still moving forward, but... It's, you know, taking some time. So we don't have a date yet on a... I don't have a date, unfortunately. Okay. So are you getting your uh, big scissors ready for the opening? Oh, the biggest of scissors. <laughs> I'll get extra large scissors. I need even bigger ones. Any thoughts on when the uh, Iron Horse might open, or is this still just dependent on how soon and how quickly the funding comes in? I think that's true. I think they have a goal, and I'm not entirely sure what it is. It might say on their website, um, but I think they're, you know, they're trying to pull together the funding. Really, I encourage people to watch the video. I had the unbelievable privilege of being there when they created that video and hearing that first song back on that stage, and it was one of the most um, amazing experiences. I, still, I just have chills thinking about it. And the Iron Horse also presents 
many local groups. It's not just oh, a yeah. matter of the international and nationally acclaimed musicians who come. I mean, this is a community venue as well. I mean, that's one of the beauties of that venue, right, is it, you know, I for a while I worked across the street at First Churches, and um, it was just fun to watch people line up almost every day, whether it was a local group or um, a bigger name. It, it's, um, it's a place that was open almost all the time and had all different uh, performers. And in 20 seconds, in terms of ribbon cuttings, the Resilience Center? Where's that at? So we're working with the architect right now to um, figure out uh, how we're going to continue to build out that space. And so when I have a date on that, I will be sure to let you know. In the next, we're talking about months, years, weeks? Um, months, maybe into in the next year. Okay. Gina Louise Shera, Mayor of Northampton, thank you so much for being with us on this Mayor's Monday. Thank you. Thank you.